It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. How we doing? We are originating this podcast from Palace Hall in Lake Forest, home of the Chicago Bears. And we are in the NFL Network studios today, and there is a lot to get to. We are going to hear three really important cuts from the Bears general manager, Ryan Poles, who spoke out here today. But first, let me just get to some of the news and notes of the day, the important stuff that went on. And one of the big deal things that occurred because it has a trickle down effect is that the Bears did sign a punt returner. Trent Taylor will be the team's punt returner. It looks like Bayless Jones Jr. will be the kick returner and will be implemented in an offense. But this was an incredibly smart move. We've said it before on this podcast. It's always nice when the front office sees what everybody else is seeing. And that is that no matter how much you like and hoped for Bayless Jones Jr., And both of those things are true with me. I hoped and really liked him. One of my favorite guys to talk to, quite frankly, in the locker room, affable kid who has got a lot of raw talent. There was a disconnect with him when it came to returning punts and maybe sometime down the road in his career that can be revisited. But the Bears did the right thing. They got Trent Taylor to return punts. He's also a receiver. So, you know, that could work in that regard as well. The offensive line, too. Got to watch some of practice today. Both Lucas Patrick and then Dan Feeney, for whom they just traded from Miami, were both practicing snapping the football today. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that either will be the center when it's lights, camera, action against the Packers on September 10th, but probably one of those two guys. The only caveat would be, or the only other alternative would be, is if Cody Whitehair's hand gets healthy and he is able to return to the center position. But that seems suspect. Still got the bandage on there right now. As for Tevin Jenkins, he will be placed on injured reserve. Probably will have happened by the time that you're listening to this podcast. Ryan Poles referred to it as not too serious. He would be, Tevin Jenkins, once they put him on injured reserve, he'd be eligible to return after four games. And it sure sounds like that's what it's going to be. Four games and he should be back. So that's good news relative to it being a serious injury and the way he looked when we saw him walk out of the locker room with a pronounced limp. So that's what's going on with the offensive line. Darnell Wright was certainly back in practice. Nate Davis was back in practice. We'll hear from Ryan Poles on him here in just a second. One of the surprise cuts to me, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, was Terrell Lewis. The reason that Terrell Lewis was cut is because they liked Khalid Kareem better, a fourth-year player that the Bears did sign, who was at one sack in 27 games, played well against the Bears when the Bears played the Colts, specifically they feel that Kareem is a better, you know, every down, a more complete defensive end, as in can stop the run better. They feel that he fits their scheme better. I don't know if I agree. I mean, track record is not there with Kareem yet, but this is what they think. I'm surprised that Lewis, I mean, considering the guy had two strip sacks and an extra sack, I am surprised about this, but we shall see about Khalid Kareem and what he brings to the team. All right, let's get to Ryan Poles and some of the key audio from the day. You're going to hear about Nate Davis in a second. Ryan Poles is going to address some trade rumors as well. But first, we begin with 
Tyson Bajent, who right now, right now, you'll hear from polls, is the second string quarterback. When you listen to Ryan Poles, keep in mind that when he says the name Nate, he's going to refer to the name Nate in this cut. He is talking about Nathan Peterman, who, as we are recording this, is not part of the Bears, but it sounds like Poles would like him to again be a part of the Bears. But here's Ryan Poles on Tyson Bajent. Got to give him a lot of credit for how he handled the situation, really poised throughout the entire process, um, elevated his game every single week and got better. Um, and you want guys like that to make, you know, the roster construction difficult, you know, and make it a challenge and for those guys to force themselves on the roster. And he did that and he earned it and I'm proud of him. Um, really hopeful we get Nate back um, here uh, in the next few days. Um, he's important to us. He's important to that room as well. Do you, you expect Tyson Bajan to be the backup quarterback to Justin Fields on September 10th? Uh, yeah, we're working through that. Um, Again, you know, I talked about Nate coming in. Um, we got to work through that and see what we're comfortable with. Uh, it's hard to answer that question right now. Interesting. Just can't quite tip the ball in, Tyson. Like, he's getting so close. And he's obviously overcome a lot. He's going to be on this roster, Tyson Bajan. So it's a massive accomplishment for him. But it's like we're 97% sure that he's going to be the backup quarterback. But they just won't quite 100% commit as you heard Ryan Poles and they clearly want to get Nathan Peterman on the, the Bears practice squad we'll go through the practice squad here in just a second as well if you guys miss the guys that they have on it so far but yeah Peterman in some way shape or form whether on the 53 or the practice squad they want Nathan Peterman back here gut feeling at this point is that Bajan will be the backup quarterback let's get to the mystery man of the Chicago Bears Nate Davis, who has played very little throughout training camp and the preseason, none in the preseason, saw him practicing today. Looks like he's good to go for Green Bay. But here's Ryan Poles on Nate Davis. Ryan, with with Nate Davis, how have you guys balanced what you saw on tape of him in Tennessee and then just not really having him for much of the spring and summer? Yeah, he's gone through a couple things. You know, I will say when he has gone, it's everything that we've – we saw on tape before, so I'm confident we're going to be in a good place. Um, you know, as coach said the other day, you know, with football, you gotta, you do have to play football. You gotta practice football, and, and he's doing well now. Um, but knocking that rust off and getting going, that's going to be the key thing. So we got a little bit of time here, practice today, practice tomorrow, and then next week. So we're heading the right direction. Davis is in absence with just injuries, like why he wasn't in most of camp. Uh, it was a combination of things, but yeah, he's. Um, just feel like he's in a better place now. Yeah, so it, it does sound like Nate Davis may be dealing with some personal issues off of the field, which obviously we respect and needn't pry unless Nate Davis or Ryan Poles wants to share. But the ramp up is real. And is it realistic to think that considering the lack of playing that he has done, is it realistic that he will be able to go full force against Green Bay, I'm not sure. And it sounds like Ryan Poles thinks that there may be enough time, but you know, he talked about how important the practice is and the cohesive unit, which you know we thought they were going to be from the beginning, and they just have not been because of injuries and the like. One last cut from Ryan Poles, and I'll give you the practice squad and the official moves that were made on this day. Ryan Poles on trade rumors. Kind of cracks me up, the stuff that I hear. You know, we turned every stone. We investigate everything. 
nothing really got serious. Never thought about or had any conversation about training Mooney, which was interesting. And Travis Gibson never came to office and said that he wanted to be traded. So just want to make that stuff clear um, in terms of Gibson, like love that kid. Um, it was more of a fit thing, scheme fit. You know, I think his success came um, in a different scheme. Um, we had a great conversation yesterday, and I'm excited to you know see where he goes and what he does. In terms of contracts, no updates there. Everything's kind of quiet right now. Um, if something changes, I'll let you guys know. Yeah, so clearly Travis Gibson more comfortable in the 3-4 defense, which is what the Matt Nagy regime ran on the defensive side of the ball, and he had those seven sacks two years ago. Zero sacks last year when the Bears turned to the new regime with a 4-3 defense. And I I will add, too, that Ryan Poles said of Darnell Mooney and Jalen Johnson, both of those guys would be up for an extension or free agency after this year. He said, we like those guys. We'd love to have them long-term, so we shall see. We shall see what happens with those guys. You know, Ryan Poles' policy is not to really address it, but I guess he said more today than he said in a long time when it comes to actually answering a question about extensions, but there's nothing there yet that we know of. So the Bears practice squad as of right now, linebacker Micah Baskerville, defensive lineman Travis Bell, fullback Robert Burns, Tight end Steven Carlson makes his way back on. The linebacker Demarcus Gates returns. Offensive lineman Aviante Collins is on the practice squad. Defensive lineman Jalen Harris, who made some plays, made some plays for sure. Like he was impressive, at least in one of the preseason games. Jalen Harris, the defensive lineman, is back. Offensive lineman Roy Medikika is back as well. Defensive back Greg Stroman Jr., who I thought had a pretty good camp as well. And wide receiver Simba Webster is back. He is back on the practice squad. They could still add a few more players to it as well. As I told you guys, Terrell Lewis was waived. A.J. Thomas, defensive back, was waived as well. The Bears signed, as we told you, defensive lineman Khalid Kareem and defensive back Kendall Johnson as well. So that is what is up in an ever-changing and fluid situation in general out here at Hallis Hall and in the NFL Network Upstate Studios. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your support, and we'll talk to you tomorrow for Ray Diaz. I am Mark Rohde. Have a great rest of your day.